Welcome to the Next Level Soul podcast, where we ask the big questions about life. Why are we here? Is this all there is? What is my soul's mission? We attempt to answer those questions and more by bringing you raw and inspiring conversations with some of the most fascinating and thought-provoking guests on the planet today. I am your host, Alex Ferrari. I'm always looking to help the Next Level Soul audience take their soul to the next level. And I've been able to partner with Mind Valley to present you guys with a ton of free master classes between 60 and 90 minutes covering mind, body, soul, relationships, and conscious entrepreneurship. Some of these master classes are taught by spiritual masters, relationship experts, best selling authors, legends in the personal growth and spirituality space, and so much more. So if you want to sign up for any of our free mind, body, and soul masterclasses, just head over to nextlevelsoul.com forward slash free. Disclaimer, the views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the show, its host, or any of the companies they represent. Now, on today's show, we welcome back Channel Belinda Womack, who channels the 12 archangels. And we had such an amazing conversation the last time that she was on the show that I wanted her to come back to talk to us about not only some deeper questions about life and reality and why we're here, but also what to expect in the coming year. So let's dive in. I'd like to welcome back to the show, returning champion, Belinda Womack. How <laughs> you doing, Belinda? I'm great, Alex. Thanks for having me back. Yes, we had such a wonderful, wonderful conversation last time. And uh, I wanted to have you back, uh, especially now as we're closing in on the new year and wanted to you know, see if we could talk to the to the archangels about what's coming in 2023. This has been a few, last couple of years have been interesting to say the least for humanity. And uh, I know there's a lot of, oh God, what's going to come now in 2023 kind of conversations. Uh, and I would love to to talk to them. But before we get into that, for people who didn't listen to our first amazing conversation, can you talk a little bit about your story and how you be, how you came to be a channel for the 12 archangels? So the short version is, is that over 30 years ago, I was working as a cell biologist at a university lab. And I had a visit from Archangel Gabriel. Uh, I was actually working on a stem cell sample, and I was, you know, went into a, it was a it was a pop over into my creative brain. I'm sure that that's what happened. But for my experience, I was taken into a completely different space. I was no longer in the lab. I was in a stone room and a light came in and here was this great big beautiful angel with a trumpet and I knew that that had to be Gabriel because Gabriel comes with a trumpet and Gabriel said your work is going to change we need um, we need your help humanity has forgotten that they are God's divine children and I said I don't have any experience with this kind of work I'm a biologist and the angel said just you just need to know what's in the book, right? The big, huge book to my left. 
And that was an intimidating book because it was about three feet wide and at least a foot deep. It was open. And there was one word. The word was love in red fire letters. I said, okay, I can learn how to do that. And if that's what my job is going to be about is sharing the love. Okay. But I still tried to talk my way out of it, of course. Which which is and and as that story is put, and I'm not sure if I asked you this in my first conversation, but I got to imagine that that was a little startling. I mean, it's not generally something that happens or has that thing, or have you had these kind of visions throughout your life? Or is this the first indication of this ability? And did you freak out? <laughs> uh, I, yes, I definitely had a bit of a freak out because I, my whole body was shaking. So, you know, I was taken into this other place, but I, you know, snapped back into the 3D reality, however you want to word that. And I was still holding my stamp on my syringe in the sterile hood. So very different environments. Um, no, I had never had a vision like that before. As a child, I was definitely super, super sensitive and would see and experience things but i thought i had that all shut down and locked up right because mm. i was going to be a scientist so you know alex i'm trying to answer you i always try to answer your questions absolutely honestly the main thing that i had since a child through it all was my sensitivity and I, you know, I was a believer, but that was my first experience with an archangel and, you know, speaking to me telepathically and calling me to service. Absolutely. You know, it's always fascinating to me because I've had, you know, a lot of friends and colleagues of mine who know of the, of the work I'm doing here. They always, they're like, you know, channels. Really, Alex? I mean, that sounds kind of nutty. And I go, yeah, you know, I mean, to be fair, I mean, yes, absolutely. it doesn't sound like a normal everyday situation. But what I always bring to account is that you were you weren't someone living on a beach somewhere on an island going, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to channel the archangels today and I'm going that's going to be my new life path. You were a professional scientist who had studied years yes. for your career. And then you made a choice and said, you know what? I got the call. I'm going to leave my entire career behind and go down this much easier path, obviously, uh, of, of being a of being a channel of twelve archangels. So, you know, and, and and I've heard that story again and again from many other channels who are lawyers, who are I had a military uh, a lady who was at the highest levels of the military who's like, you know, I'm I'm good, I don't need to work with you know the president anymore. I'm going to be a channel. Like it, those things really are. That's fascinating to me. You know, if it was just like someone like, you know, living on Venice Beach in California going, I think I'm going to channel someone today. It's a different conversation. So I always point out that to people that you literally decided to walk a much arguably really, really tough path because I imagine people around you weren't going, oh, well, thank God you found your way. Well, it's such a different path. It really is, when, especially when you're called to be a channel or a messenger. You know, right. I really call myself a spiritual messenger. I can communicate with 
anyone that's in heaven, that's the frequency I work with, which just means pure undiluted love. You know, I, I don't really like to go down into the dark cellars. I do best with beings of love, but it is very different. But I just want to throw out there that everyone has the ability through your heart, through your creative, intuitive, spiritual brain. Some people call that the right brain or the feminine brain. And that has to open and it has to open at a frequency of love. So, you know, in the Bible, it says these words were hidden from the wise and learned, but revealed to little children. And I don't know the Bible, but I love that quote because it's very true. You know, when you open your heart and you want to be in the flow of love, which really is the energy that created all of us, then that's where the angels hang out and the, the guides that want to help us. And so it's like communicating with Alex and human beings when that door opens up when that door opens up. And so then it's not woo-woo or kooky or it just makes pure common sense. And that's the way that the angels communicate. Now, we've heard of the concept of guardian angels. What is the difference between a guardian angel and an archangel? So Alex, I just asked for your audience to understand that the, the, the 12 archangels and their number is symbolic they are not into hierarchy. And, and we put that out there because they believe or they teach that angels have different assignments, just like human beings have different assignments, right? So guardian angels are not less than archangels. They're not above a fairy, right? They all <laughs> work together. Guardian angels help human beings We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. On their journey through Schoolroom Earth, where the role of the archangels is they're going to help healers and spiritual illuminators, those who want to accelerate evolution and awakening that have a calling to do that. The archangels help to build bridges between the ego and the heart or the ego and the soul. And guardian angels help us with daily life and to help wake us up. So you can think of a guardian angel as having a, I like to call it a violet fire skillet. That's the energy of your crown chakra. And they go along and they wake you up. They knock you in the head when you need that. Belinda has needed lots of knocks in the head. Um, when we need to get back on track, get out of the fear, get back in the love and step into that creative flow because we do create our lives. And that's what so many people don't understand. You and I talked about that last time that life really is a movie. And we have a lot to do with creating the life that we are living. Can you just dive into that just a little bit? Because, in a, and I can't, I, I don't think we can say it enough about how much we control what happens to our, in our lives. Yes, there's things outside of our control that happen to us, 
to a certain extent, because that might be karmic, that might be part of our, our life journey. Uh, but a lot of times I found that like when a car accident happens, someone's trying to wake you up. Uh, when you're, you're off the path and boom, because you haven't been listening to the whispers or the taps on the shoulder or even the sledgehammer across the head, apparently we need to go to the next level. And that's something that's like life altering, shaking to the point where you like have to stop and think about where you're at and how you can move, get back on track. I think that, I think the pandemic did that for the entire planet <laughs> in many ways. Yes. And guardian angels help all the way to the point of the car accident. They are trying to help, you know, wake us up and say, look, you are creating this story. So the 12 archangels would say we are powerful influencers in our life. They would not agree with you that we have control. They say that the soul very much is in charge and the soul is a bigger part of us mm -hmm. that created our ego, that created our human expression. And so when we understand, and it's really a surrender, but it is a daily practice, you understand this well, our thoughts manifest, our feelings manifest, our beliefs, especially that subconscious, which can make up more than 90% of us, those beliefs are always manifesting. And what we can do to create a happier movie, a happier life on the hour is to take responsibility, especially for our conscious thoughts and lift those up. So having dark, angry, you know, um, negative, watching too much news, it doesn't help us. It doesn't help anything. It doesn't help anything to improve in our lives. So we are powerful influencers. influencers. Our intentions, our prayers, our meditations, you know, what we, our desires, our soul, and this is an angel teaching, right? But our, they say that our soul actually gives our ego what we desire. And now ego can, can kind of, which means our consciousness, right? So the ego can shrink down that desire and pull it way down into the mundane. So for example, let's say that our soul is trying to bring us a wonderful new career. And the ego says, you know, okay, I want a pay raise at the factory where I work. So the ego has taken what the soul is trying to bring and really crunched it down and lowered the vibration. So it's incredibly simple and powerful when we just, when we have a desire whatever that desire is, to give it back to soul, give it back to source and say, show me, I allow. I allow this or something even better. It's simple, but it works. And then our consciousness is participating in our lives. We're not victims to what is happening to us. We are definitely co-creators. But the more we shift that vibration out of, I don't really believe I get to have what I want to, okay, show me that I get to have what I want or something even better. It's, it's simple, but it is 
incredibly uh, miraculous. I'll tell you from firsthand account, this is exactly what happened with this show. When the second I said, all right, I'm all in your hands. You do what you wish. I'm going to go and just do the work and and not be afraid. And it just the door swung open in a way that I can't even comprehend uh, with the show. And it's grown so fast. And it was purely exactly that conversation I had with God. And I just said, hey, I leave it in your hands. I'm letting go of the wheel. You do the driving. I'll push because I got to do my work. I can't just sit in the back seat. I got to do work. I'll do my work, but it is now up to you to open up the doors that I can't open right now. And if I'm supposed to be on this path, you sh show me exactly what you said. Show me and I'll do it. And boy, did it show. And it's continuously showing uh, with, with guests like yourself and, and many other people I've had a pleasure of talking to who've just come out of, literally out of the air, magic. <laughs> it's pretty remarkable. Well, and Alex, your, your soul you know, you're, you're a spiritual luminary and you're a teacher and you are on this earth. This is coming from your team. You can probably feel that. Um, and the 12 archangels are part of that team. But your mission is to really inspire people to open their vast creative genius, but to let that creative genius flow at the vibration of love and spirit and be supported and guided because it is the creative force of the soul that allows us to do work that we love, to have careers and vocations that we love, but that also make a difference, make a difference in lifting the vibration and shifting the story for all concerned. Everything on Schoolroom Earth is about vibration, everything. So we can either live a very dark, scary movie or produce one and direct one, or we can produce and direct an incredible documentary that's inspiring, right? And that's our life. And that's your mission is to encourage people, hey, create a new kind of movie. Everyone, everyone is a movie producer. It's called your life. So Get out of victim consciousness and lift it up and do what makes you happy. So thank you. No, thank and thank you for those kind words. I, I truly appreciate that. Um, you mentioned vibrations, and I know a lot of people have, you know, over the years that term has kind of gotten a little bit like woo-wooed out, like, hey man, I'm feeling bad vibes, man, kind of kind of thing. It's become a joke. But you know, in the spiritual sense, and this is going back again, thousands of years to ancient spiritual texts, um, talking about vibrations and how people's vibrations you attract at where you're at. And that's why you don't see yogis getting mugged on the side of the road in, in India who, who, you know, are, are getting hurt or, you know, spiritual masters aren't attracting that kind of energy towards them. Mm -hmm. um, you just don't hear of things like that happening, generally speaking. So can you just touch a little bit about how we can raise our vibrations to a higher state so we can continue to attract those kind of people, those kind of events, those kind of opportunities to us? Absolutely. So love is the energy that creates us. And love is synonymous with heaven. So when we think of heaven, we can think of 
abundance, health, happiness, opportunity, joy, uh, positive, happy, loving relationships. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Where our lives, because we are immortal beings, where everything flows. And when you take the vibration of love and you lower it or you dilute it with something called fear, and fear has other names like negativity, hostility, guilt, shame, blame, not good enough, unworthiness. When you lower the vibration of the energy that we're made out of, and you keep buying into fear, and you um, go into that place of, I have to be in control and judging everything and comparing everything from a ne negative perspective, then we pull that vibration way down. And the more invested in fear and fears negativity, so that can be violence, drugs, despair, giving up hopelessness, then that's what we're going to bring to us. Now, we all have a lot of protection to help us choose love, but it really is incredibly simple when we just say those words with our, you know, conscious ego mind. You know, spirit doesn't, creator, mother, father, God doesn't make it difficult. Make the choice and make it all day long. Uh, I choose love. I choose <laughs> love. And to, you know, we say live from the heart, which really means have an open mind. And that open mind is, is about allowing that creative, feminine, intuitive, bigger part of our brain to flow and to support us. What does that mean? Feel your feelings. Be real. Be real. Be authentic. We talked about that last time. Let your soul with a prayer. Okay, soul, that means yourself that stays in heaven. You be in charge of what I experience. That instantly raises our vibration. And then we can help. No, let's stay positive. Gratitude is incredible to help the human mind, the ego lift itself up. You know, when you're feeling in a bad mood and you're down and out, you just start to make yourself say everything you're grateful for, what's going right. And it's, it's powerful, it's simple, and it changes things because our thoughts and our feelings manifest. We are all manifestors, all of us. And so when we use those thoughts and feelings and we own them and we say, okay, well, that's, you know, to keep going down negative, what if lane, what if this bad thing happens and that bad thing happens? That's only going to pull me down and that's not going to help me. Love helps us. Love helps us. Fear is our teacher. <laughs> Very much so. Very much so. Now, I wanted to know if, if uh, we could ask a handful of questions to the archangels today. Is that okay? Of course. All right. First questions are, since uh, the last couple of years have been uh, interesting to say the least for humanity. What is 2023? What are your thoughts or what are the archangels thoughts on what is coming in the year 2023 for humanity? 
Alex, as a rule, we do not predict the future, but hold on because we would love to answer this question in our way. What we say to you human beings is that you have been going through an incredible time of transformation where the depths of your subconscious and the fears and the negative beliefs housed there have been purging. They've been rising up in vibration to return to the central sun, the heart of creator. Why? So that you begin to experience something better. What can you expect in 2023? It all depends on where you are right now. It all depends on the choices you make right now. Are there things and experiences that the masses of humanity that are not choosing love that they may experience that will seem like more drama trauma? Yes, of course. We say to you that humanity still has a passion for drama and trouble and fear. But let us tell you the higher reason for this or the awakening that comes from this, because that's what it's all about. It's to wake up. It's to choose love. It's to love school rumor. So what we can promise you in 2023 is far more awareness far more truth, far more transparency, far more honesty. Those who would love to keep the secrets and keep humanity and your knowledge, your intelligence, your emotions under lock and control, they are going to be revealed even faster than they have been in the prior two years. What you can do to help all of the angels and guides, the governors of schoolroom earth is choose love and hold the intention that truth and highest vibrational will becomes more popular on schoolroom earth. We thank you for your question. Thank you so much. How... How do we overcome the fear of the unknown? Because so many people are afraid of what might be coming for them in their lives. What advice do you have in that, in that scope? And so we're going to sound like we're old, you know, we're, we're old folks with Alzheimer's here. But what <laughs> we say is that to choose love on the hour, to choose love and love is an energy and it comes in all of the colors of God's rainbow. The color violet is the energy that transforms fear into love and it is accelerated by forgiving the past. So if you want to have hope and trust in your future, step into a violet fire river or under a violet fire rain shower. Forgive the past, especially the past you don't even know that you carry. This is the past of your ancestors and past lives. This is the past that is stuck in your subconscious. Forgive it. Continue to forgive the past. And as you do this, the fear is transformed. 
And what you will feel and experience is trust and hope and faith that things are only going to get better for you. This is guaranteed, by the way. It does work. We're only going to give you, human beings, what is proven, what works. So test us. Experience the results. And enjoy the, the results. What is the best way to communicate with your angels, with guardian angels or archangels in your life? Well, they brought me back. Okay. Um, so what is the best way to communicate? And they want you to know that they are definitely still here, Alex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is to really move out of your ego and to come into your heart. So the foolproof way to do that is to connect with the child that lives within you. We all have a child. Every grown-up has a child that lives within us that is a voice of soul and a connector to heaven. So you can take a photograph. If you don't have a connection with your inner child, you can find a photograph of yourself as a child and you start a conversation with that child. And as you open that doorway to your creative imagination, which is not, you're not imagining, you are using energy of love if the angels gave me a new way to look at this you're using images which are part of that creative intuitive higher vibrational part of your brain that connects with spirit the creative part so you're using images you're starting with an image of your inner child that opens you to a whole new nation mm. right imagination it opens you to an entire new nation and that is your heart. The angels call that the garden of your heart. And so when you connect with that child and you allow yourself to be in that garden and feel that love, then it is much easier to see your angels, feel your angels. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show experience their vibration, experience them. So that's one way. The other way is ask for their help, even if you don't believe in them at all. Just <laughs> ask for their help and you're gonna start to feel their help and experience their help in mundane life so that they prove to that ego that's over there, stuck a bit in the logical, rational, prove it to me tangibly world, right? Not the bigger nation. It's in the, it's in the smaller, you know, kitchen drawer actually. So when you go over there, you can still have the proof. And proof is something that can very much help a human being to go, okay, I have angels. I have angels. They're helping me. Things are changing. Fair enough. Fair enough. Both ways. Now, um, Another question um, for the angels, and you let me know if they want to come in to answer this or not. Uh, this is a fairly large question. So um, we have come through the the cycle of humanity has come through many times for us to evolve <clears throat> to where we are right now. Um, you know, we've been graduating, graduating, and graduating. I know a lot of people listening might feel that 
you know, are we even going to make it this time? Are we going to graduate this time? It, it, how do we know that this time we are going to pass this test and move on to the next grade, if you will? Your question is addressing the human collective. Mm -hmm. So the human collective is made up of many souls that are wise and intelligent and beautiful and loving. And they are far too powerful to allow failure. Failure is something that comes from fear. And it is helpful for the human collective to understand you are immortal. It is like there's one body that is made up of an infinite number, well, it's not an infinite number of cells. And each of these cells is a human being. But we look at it as, as an infinite continuum. So as the souls that are expressing through all of the egos awaken, right? All of the egos begin to shift and move at all of these many, many different vibrations, some stuck in the depths of fear and some very awake and enlightened. As all moves forward, humanity moves forward. So our answer is very simple. There cannot be failure. Archangel Gaia is schoolroom earth. Your earth is an archangel. She is not going to allow destruction. You have your perceptions. And so we say to you, Shift your perceptions. If you want to keep your perception as that everything is going to be destroyed and all of humanity and schoolroom earth is going to be destroyed and every living creature is going to be destroyed, we respect that perception. But we say to you, even out of the darkest, deepest destruction comes rebirth. This is the way your school was designed and created, and this cannot be changed. It will help to change your perception, to allow it to flow into your consciousness, because it then flows out to the rest of the big one human body that says, yes, there is cancer in some of the cells, but there is health and wellness and more of the cells. Let us shift our perception to the truth that we will rise above as the human collective, as the one human body that is made of souls that are learning and growing. And don't forget all the other souls in the trees, in the animals, in the water, in the air, where all is made of love and love cannot be destroyed. No matter how much certain pockets of human beings would like to see destruction, 
in its totality, just because they would like to see what that looks like. That is illusion. There are loving forces guiding everything forward. So let this be a time of change. It is always a time of change. This is a significant time of change. Look through different lenses, beautiful beings. See love and see its power. We are the 12 archangels of the central sun, together with many, many guides and ascended masters, holding earth and the big heart of creator. This is where earth lives. Why do we as souls, oh, sorry, are you, you back? That was just a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I went through. Yeah, that was a deep one. You okay? Yes, yes, I'm good. <laughs> Can I keep asking questions to them or is it, are you all right? I want, I don't want to affect you. <laughs> um, you can always ask them questions. It's just that, uh, just let me take a drink of water. Please take two. <laughs> I could feel that one. That was a, that was a heavy, I'm, I'm asking heavy questions, you know, you know? Well, Alex. And when they come through like that, what you may know or what you may not know is they know who your audience is and they know who your audience is going to be in the future. So they are sending through huge waves of, you know, transforming love through their messages that will keep going, will keep having a ripple effect out there. So that means that not just Belinda, but also Alex, every time they come through, when you ask these big questions, we both have to help hold that frequency right in our human bodies. So that's why it's no. like water is helpful. And and the, I, I mean, I, I feel it. <laughs> I feel something going, something's happening. Um, and I just, I'm just like hanging and I, obviously not as intense as you, uh, because it's coming through you, but I, there's no question about it. You feel the change. Even my team who, who work on these things, they go, even while we're editing it, we feel stuff sometimes. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> they're probably <laughs> laughing. They're probably laughing right now as they're editing this part right now. They're probably laughing. This is for you boys. Um, now, uh, another big question. And it's a question that I get asked a lot from people and it is one of these basic questions, but I think I would love to hear what the angels, the archangels have to say about this. Why do we choose to come down or come to the earth plane if it is so difficult? It is, I know you call it schoolroom earth. It is a, this is a graduate program. This is a PhD program school to say the least. But why do we choose? Why do the soul choose to come down? We would like to say that actually souls line up to, to come to school, Rimmerth. It is a one-of-a-kind school in all of the great universe. Souls choose to come here because they want to expand in knowing, in love, in valuing love. So we have to back up for a moment and explain that when love is the creator of all there is, and so that's all you know, how can you value love? How can you appreciate it and 
respect it and even want more of it if you haven't experienced anything but love. And so this is why souls, part of the central soul or divine oneness, choose to come to Schoolroom Earth. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And oftentimes they come to experience free will. This is very popular because free will allows. So the soul has created the ego, the human being, the personality. Personality is a bit of a higher vibration of ego. And so the soul, when it's new to schoolroom earth, may give its ego permission to experience free will at any vibration that exists. And so if you use your will to experience the depths of fear and negativity, then that's what you get to experience. Now the soul is in charge. The soul is governing the the whole movie. And if it gets to be too much, to be honest with you, the soul pulls the plug. That means that there is a physical death, but death is illusion. That soul very often will send a new ego meaning incarnate right back, come right back. And this time that ego is gonna choose will to use their free will with a bit more discernment and understanding that now there is such things as cause and effect. There are consequences for one's choices and for one's actions. So souls come to earth to evolve, to expand, and ultimately to come home to love, to the power, to the energy, to the experience, to manifest completely with love and say, aha, I will not take this for granted ever again. And so then love actually grows in its power. So human beings who understand this, you may call them ascended masters. We say that ascended masters are those human beings who have recognized after many, many lifetimes that they don't really want free will. They prefer to use the will of heart. The will of soul is the way that they're going to live. They're going to make choices and decisions based on love. And so when they return, they come to help shift things, to move things forward so that souls who are in choosing the depths of fear with their free will wake up to that choice and say, aha, Consequences are happening even faster. So this is why that karma comes around faster these days. It's a little bit of a cliche statement we have heard from human beings. Karma means your lessons. Your lessons are always based on surrendering your free will, choosing love, and using a higher power of love instead of ego power of manipulation and 
deception and coercion and instant gratification, living in lakes filled with money and saying, well, perhaps this doesn't really give me happiness. Happiness is ultimately what every soul wants to experience. So this is why souls come to School Rumor, the school of hard knocks. And there are schools to go to before you come to this one. But this one, we love this school for it helps all of divine oneness to grow and to move forward. We have to give Belinda a break now. You all right there, Belinda? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to ask any more big questions. <laughs> you can ask. You just, you know, it's just the uh, right. We're on the earth. <laughs> we are here. <laughs> I well, think maybe... that's why God created water for uh, spiritual messengers. There's no question about that. Mm. But let me ask you this. I mean, maybe this is a question you can answer. What is your shadow self? Okay, so shadow is the, it's symbolic, but it's the part of ego that is the teacher, actually. And shadow, when you learn to communicate with shadow, will tell you directly where you are still being tricked by fear, where you're still giving your power away to fear. Mm -hmm. And the angels have a very simple, uh, fun imagery for connecting with your shadow. Your shadow lives up there in the masculine or ego part of your brain, the left uh, part of your brain, just to make it simple. And lives in a cave, so your intuition, you can think of that beautiful cave of Brahma where the big bear is and your um, eye chakra, third eye chakra is fuchsia and beautiful. Well, you just move it to the left and you'll find a dark door. It's dark and right? it's like scary. It's shadow. It's a shadow world or a shadow place. You go with your divine inner child. Again, that's just the way you can hear and connect with your soul. So you make sure you bring through the truth. You walk through that dark opening to the cave and there is shadow. Now, the angels are going to say, take your violet fire lantern with you. Take a violet fire light, right? That energy that transforms fear into love and have a conversation with your shadow and say, shadow, how do you trick me? How do how am I seduced to keep throwing myself back into fear, right? Instead of being in that higher mind, that higher vibrational, hopeful, grateful place called heart, right? How do I throw myself down the stairs in vibration and land in the alligator pond? Alligators are symbolic for fears. And shadow is going to tell you. So, for example, it could be as a child, you didn't feel wanted, you know, or um, 
your family had dysfunction, which family doesn't have dysfunction, but you know, your, your family had certain stories or you weren't allowed to, you know, express yourself. All of these things, your shadow knows and your shadow knows even what fears are still stuck in your subconscious. So shadow knows it just about everything. And it's uh, remarkable, just a simple practice. Hmm, I'm feeling a little anxious. wonder what shadow has to tell me about that. Mm -hmm. Does that enough. make sense? It makes sense. Yeah, it makes absolute sense. Now you mentioned, you've mentioned a few times in this conversation in our last one, chakras. Um, you know, the chakra system has been, you know, talked about for thousands of years. It's, you know, it's an ancient, ancient system. I don't even know when it was first brought in, but I know it's, it comes from the, from the West, I mean, from the East, excuse me. Um, can you explain to people, cause it's a, it's one of those terms again, like vibes that's been kind of taken. It's in the zeitgeist, no question. People understand, heard of the word chakra, um, but it's kind of like woo-wooed out but there is a real spiritual basis for it. Can you explain what chakras are and what what place they have in our evolution as a soul? Mm -hmm. So chakras are our spiritual batteries. There are batteries of energy. So when we are created, a human being is created, we have a physical body, right? That's the one we put in the shower every morning. We have an emotional body. That's where we feel our feelings. And that's the divine feminine or divine mother aspect of us. She is made out of sound, which is emotion. And we have a divine masculine part of us or masculine, and that's our thoughts and our beliefs. And that's our mental body. And we have been taught to very much live out of that mental body, forget about the emotional body and pace some attention to the physical body, but we have a whole nother body that is the parent. It's the same as the soul. And that's the spiritual body. And that spiritual body takes care of us and is immortal. And the spiritual body has batteries of energy that once we wake up, our mental body and our emotional body, right, can plug into that energy and use it. And not only can we use these batteries or chakras of spiritual energy to help ourselves, but we can use this energy to help others because they actually belong to creator. Creator, divine oneness, divine source has chakras. So the easiest way to understand them is for us human beings is that they come in the colors of the rainbow. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. And so when we see a rainbow, those are God chakras working, reminding us, hey, fill up with some love. Love comes in beautiful singing colors. And with it, it's energy that we can use to move our lives forward and to help others. Is that it, 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 yeah, that, that explains it. And it's from my understanding that as you evolve as a as a soul uh, and you become closer and closer to an ascended masters, those chakras open up because sometimes they stay dormant in a soul throughout so a lifetime. Okay. 
So from the 12 archangels perspective, the, the soul is made up of these spiritual bodies, but your, your ego, right? Your consciousness that is here running your, it's like the driver of your car, of your spirit, of your, excuse me, your human being. You do not have access to all of that power because if you don't know how to use it and manage it, <laughs> you're just going to uh, harm yourself. So for example, some people who, human beings who, you know, they don't know that they're playing with fire. They can play with the Kundalini energy because they think that this is going to feel good. This is the soul's energy that comes through the soul or sometimes called the sacral or second chakra. We often see it as a brilliant coral orange. Coral is the more feminine flow of the energy and orange is the masculine. And when it really gets activated, it just becomes pure white fire that races up the spine. Well, when you don't know what you're doing and you start to play with that, you can cause yourself a stroke. Now I wanna explain quickly why that happens because if you are very uh, ego left-brained, logical, rational, control, I only believe in what's tangible, and you start to work with that kundalini energy, what it opens is a doorway, the angels call it the purple door, between the left brain and the right brain or the where the ego lives and where sp all of spirit flows and intuition at the vibration of love. And so that kundalini raises up and it blows open the door. And if that door has been really anchored and crystallized and shut down or you don't have you're not ready for all the awareness of your spiritual brain to open up you are likely going to cause yourself a stroke and you're out of here so this is why Alex with what you have shared that it's the chakras it's not that they're not open right it's that we earn our consciousness earns access to that power as we choose love as we evolve in our consciousness and what does that mean it means when we learn which can take lifetimes when we learn wow i need to be here now i need to forgive the past i need to hand the future back to source and let it be revealed to me I am going to surrender to soul and to the will of my heart. And as we do that, then we have access because we then, that ego is said, I'm going to live in my soul. I'm going to be one. I'm going to be united. And then we have access. So it's not that it's forbidden. It's a protection. As we learn we are able to do more, right? We're not going to give a preschooler. Some can probably do it, those very special ones, but algebra, algebraic equations, right? Well, it's kind of giving a preschooler keys to a race car. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, because algebra is not going to hurt you, but a race car will, and it can hurt a lot of people around them as well. <laughs> but if you throw a five-year-old into a race car, I'm like, here's a go button. Here's how you turn it on. And here's how you drive. And they've never driven that kind of power of handle that kind of power. It is dangerous. Um, and 
from my understanding as well as in in my studies of older ancient texts, it is nothing to be played with. And it takes many, many, I mean, yogic masters take lifetimes to learn these kind of skill sets and the kind of powers that, that come along with it. And just awareness as well. When you open up those chakras, the awareness of things, it, it's just an energy that is hard to explain in words. Well, and it's love and love is a power and it's a creative mm -hmm. power. Mm-hmm. Right, the creator, whatever you want to use the terminology, creator, divine source, divine oneness, creates all of the great universe, which is expanding with the energy of love, or another way to put it, with the chakras. So it's incredibly creative. And it can be, if it's misused, if the power is misused, then the people who participate in that have agreed to go through those lessons of learning, but you know, all of divine oneness would love for us to evolve to a place where we say, I don't want to misuse. I don't want to misuse divine power. Mm -hmm. Without question. Uh, you mentioned in your book, um, the law of inside outside. What is that? So this is the law of as above, so below. Okay. So, right, it's a it's a very common law for schoolroom earth, very very important. And so, as above means heaven, uh, so below means earth, and that means that we do experience heaven here on earth. We definitely do, and that's where prayers are answered, because when we send our request to the as above, it needs to manifest, materialize, appear on the so below. So the other part of that law is as within us, so without us. Human beings don't understand that we really do create our external reality. And we're doing that from the inside out. So when we have an understanding that, oh, we want to change what's happening in the external, we need to go inside and look what's going on inside, then things change, then things change. And it's especially important for helping the human body to heal. And what can help us so much with that inside to help that inside, right, be the as above, like, so we have heaven within us is to feel our feelings. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Now I'm going to ask you a few questions. I ask all of my guests, what is your definition of living a good life? Living a good life is to ask to be filled with creator's abundance and abundance as the angels define it is happiness. How do you define God? God is love. Love is energy. What is the ultimate purpose of life? The ultimate purpose of life is to love, to be love, to fully be love in every given moment. And as we talked about last time, it's to discover our true, authentic our true authenticity and allow 
allow that to evolve, to not be fixed in who we are, but to let more love in, more happiness, more joy, more passion, and let that discovery continue. And where can people find out more about you, get your book, and everything else you're doing for us in the world? So they can do that on my website, belindawomack.com. And do the archangels have any um, parting messages for the audience? We'll be right back after a word from our sponsor. And now back to the show. Human beings, if you are listening to us, we say to you, plug into the power of source. Ask for miracles. You see, you have been conditioned not to ask, that asking for help in any way, in any form, especially from the unseen force of love is a weakness. But we say the opposite is true, so test us. Ask, experience miracles. Miracles mean highest magic. Things come together, doors open. Let this be your way forward. Ask for an easier, happier, more exciting at the same moment life. Love will do this for you. And all of the angelic realms want to help. That is why we exist. Let us help. Belinda, it is always a pleasure and an honor having you on the show. Thank you. This has been a, a trying uh, session for you. I can see it's been intense today with the angels, but I appreciate you you doing it. And I appreciate you coming back on the show. You are welcome back anytime you'd like, as you know, and uh, I appreciate all the work you're doing for the world. So thank you so much. I appreciate you too. <laughs> I want to thank Belinda and the Archangels so much for coming on the show and sharing their knowledge with all of us. Thank you, guys. If you want to get links to anything we spoke about in this episode, head over to the show notes at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash 158. And if you've only been listening to this over podcast and you want to watch these amazing conversations, please subscribe to our YouTube channel at nextlevelsoul.com forward slash YouTube. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, trust the journey. It is here to teach you. I'll talk to you soon.